The BS Report is a free-flowing conversation that occasionally touches on mature subjects. The BS Report. The BS Report with Bill Simmons. NBA All-Star Weekend, Toronto Raptors All-Star Kyle Lowry. Congratulations. Thank you, man. I appreciate it. Um, you've had a great season. This whole, this this Eastern Conference, I don't know what to make of it. <laughs> I don't even, people always ask me, who's going to make the finals? Who's made I don't know who's coming out of the East. Like, who's the best team you've played this year in the East? Uh, right now, I would probably say Chicago. Yeah, because uh, of the size? The size. Uh, you know, D-Rose played really good against us. Um, but I think the East is so wide open right now. Uh, it's, like you said, it's a toss-up right now. Well, you know what the Toronto fans are going to say. Of course. They're supposed to say that. It's us. <laughs> Nobody appreciates us. <laughs> <laughs> well, we, you know, that's how they feel up there. You know, we don't get the attention that everyone, you know, thinks we get up there. But um, every night we're playing on national TV in front of, you know, 35 million fans. So I mean, right. we, we get enough attention up there. It's kind of the perfect city for you, though, because your career is kind of the same way. Like, you were underappreciated for a couple years. And even last, even when you think about this summer, like, they're talking about marquee free agents, mm-hmm. and you were kind of on this next level. And meanwhile, I watch basketball, and I'm like, man, if I had money, I'd go sign Kyle Lowry. Yeah, uh, well, at the end of the day, you know, I know what I can do. And, yeah. um, you know, I, I think I stay in the right place. I think I stay in the situation. Yep. You say underappreciated, but um, I love it. I love Toronto. They showed me the attention that I wanted, and they gave me the keys, and it seemed to work out great. Yeah. Who – I like, I, I saw you guys play – the Clippers on a Saturday. And it was one of those, they were a little asleep. Like, it wasn't one of their best performances. But you guys were locked in. And it seemed like you were really, like, the, like the Chris Paul part of that game. <laughs> I, I can tell. Like, there's certain guys where you're just like, all right, I'm, uh, I'm beating this guy. Well, you know, I, uh, the league is so competitive at point guard position right now. So, you know, I get a chance to play against Chris. It's, it's always a fun night. <clears throat> I get to play against Russell. It's always a fun night. Yep. Um, those type of guys who I know is going to be super competitive, super fiery, and uh, do whatever it takes to win. Who is the guy that you're like, I'm going to be sore tomorrow after this one? Oh, uh, Russell. No question. The, Russell, <laughs> I'm sore after the first two possessions because, you know, he's – Full force all, all times, no matter what's going on. He's going at you. He's like a running back in football almost. Uh, a little bit more athletic than a running back. <laughs> <laughs> but he's pretty, he, he goes at you no matter what. He, you know, he's a strong guy, athletic. And he'll, he don't mind running you over a few times just to prove a point. He'll right. do it. Discounting yourself, you can't, you can't say yourself for this answer. Is he the most competitive guy in the league? <sighs> game to game, night to night. <clears throat> I mean, I think he. I feel like he has that chip on his shoulder every single night, every right. single night. So he's up there. You know, you got him. You know, I think uh, Kobe's up there. Yeah. Um, you know, I think you got some of the guys that are very fiery um, every single night. You got some good fiery players, and I think, but I think Russell might be one or two. Man, he he's up there because you watch him every night. He's going to do his job no matter what. His game never changes from day in day out. Long beginning season, end of season, he's the same player. We did a, a Grantland story. I think we did one on you. I forget if it was the one about you or Mike Conley, where you re- just how screwed up that situation was. It was the yeah, one about yeah. Mike Conley. <laughs> he had these two point guards. Yeah. And now you both are, are uh, you know, elite point guards on contending teams, and you guys are on the same team, and you have a point guard as your coach, <laughs> and he's pitting you guys against each other, which he should be doing. But yeah. he, night to night, you don't know if you're going to play 10 minutes or 38. Like, that was a crazy it was, situation. It was unbelievable. One day they would say, all right, Kyle, you're going to be a starter, and you're going to play most of them as starter minutes, and then we split minutes. And yeah. then the next night, Mike, you're the starter. Um, you're going to play 35 to 40 minutes, and I end up playing you know, 35 to 40 minutes. You never knew who was going to be the guy. And, um, you know, when they finally... That doesn't work. No, it doesn't work. You got two young guys who are just 20 and 21 years old trying to figure themselves out, trying to figure the NBA out. Um, Once they, you know, end up splitting us up and going our separate ways, you know, they figured out they wanted to keep Mike and I was able to grow and he was able to grow and now you got both of us. And you guys were friends too at the time, which made that even stranger. Yeah, uh, once he got into town, like it was, you know, hey, what you want to do? I mean, we're 21 years old, we're 20 years old, what are we going to do? I mean, we're just trying to figure out we're big. We're both kids, fresh out of college. Right. I remember I, I'm friendly with the Houston GM, Daryl yeah, Morey. My guy. When he traded for you, I texted him. I was like, you got to be kidding me. Like, you <laughs> stole him. I, anyone who had league pass knew, like, who, whoever was going to get one of those two guys was getting a real starting point card. Yeah, that's why, you know, Daryl, I always appreciate him for, you know, 
giving up that pick, and I think he traded. Who was it? Mike Wilkes and Adonis Foyle in that trade. It was some like lottery yeah. protected yeah. pick. Yeah, yeah. It, was, it, was, it, it, it worked. It worked out for the best for everybody. Yeah, it worked out the best for everybody. But you miss Zebo though. Yeah, I miss Zebo. Uh, I got Zebo, the, the funniest teammate you ever had. No, I didn't have Zebo. You had, you never no, were on that. I had, I had oh, Mark. that's right. Yeah, you I never had, had Zebo. You just had Gasol. I had Powell, and then I had Fat Mark. What tree? You had a, that's right, you had heavier mark. Yeah, I had heavier mark. You had heavier cow. I forgot I got my ears screwed up. So Zebo showed up after. Yeah, Zebo was uh, two years after he got, me. He got robbed. Uh, well, he got Mike, so he, I think he, it worked out for him. So now you see Mark Gasol, and he's 100 pounds lighter, 75 pounds lighter? He, he's he super, looks skinny. He, he looks super skinny. I seen him uh, when we played him last time walking away uh, after shoot around. I was like, man. What size jersey right now? Medium? I mean, it's crazy. He went from a 3X to a medium. That's pretty impressive. Right. He, uh, I think he's been probably the best center in the league this year. That's actually, I think they're going to make the finals. That's my, in the West, I feel pretty good about Golden State or Memphis. Yeah. I think Memphis will beat them. Memphis got everything you want, you know. Everything. The Jeff Green trade definitely boosted them up to the yep. next level and gives them that, that three, you know, that third man to be the outside threat. Do you guys feel like you're done yet? Because um, if people are always urinate, the Toronto gets thrown around. Maybe they need this. Maybe they need another, uh, another forward coming off the bench. Like, a D, mm-hmm. do you guys sense that or no? No, I think we just go out there and play. I don't think yeah. we you know, we let Masai do that stuff. Honestly, I think we have such a great group. We don't even look at what people listen to. What people say, we got you know we know what we got every single night. You know, if you're in that locker room, you're in that locker room, and you're with us. I know you've answered a million questions about the Rudy Gay trade, <laughs> but you guys got a whole bench out of that trade. Yeah. I mean, it's amazing. Did you it's know crazy. Grievous Vasquez was going to be that much of a weapon? No, we didn't, honestly. When we came in, I think that's what made it work. When yeah. those guys came in, everyone just said, listen, we're just trying to win games. But they were coming from a situation where they weren't successful, and they came to us and said, look, we can make this work. Everyone just filled a void and, and just accepted their roles. Yeah. So you were known in your earlier days, a little bit temperamental, mm-hmm. and now you've kind of ascended into the leader of the team. Does that ever, that te- the temper ever seep oh, out a little bit? No question. Okay. Got, almost every night. You just hide it better. I just hide a little bit better. I might, <laughs> I might clap with it and, uh, <laughs> instead of throwing my punch fist. My fist punch, I might just, you know, do a little you, better. You'll punch the, 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 what's that thing that's between, that hides the press from the court. Uh, You'll hit that every once in a once while. Once in a blue moon. Yeah. You know, I'll, I'll let Casey do it once in a while. <laughs> let him try to get the attention and get the tech. Mm. Let him lose his money. So you're ready, I don't know, you guys should have a real chance to make the conference finals, I'm thinking. Yeah, I think that's what, you know, we're pushing for. You looking at the standings, like wondering, like, you know, yeah, I think two, now, three, I four? Think, no, honestly, I think now it's starting to be the time, after the break, it'll be the time where guys can start, you know, you can figure out the jockey in positions and where you want to be in. Not, I don't think you mess with the matchups, I think you still go out there and play, but you can kind of figure out who you're going to see, you know, where you're going to see them at. Who's the best player in the league right now? Uh, right this second? I mean, yeah. I, I still ugh, put me in a spot. I, that's my job. I, I know. Um, can, I do, can I do a tie? Yeah. I could, I'm going to go with LeBron. I'm going to go with LeBron and Steph. Steph? Yeah. Is Steph the guy, you said Westbrook you hate playing the most, but is Steph the most frustrating? So you just got to, with Steph, you just be like, okay, hopefully he misses that shot right there. And you <laughs> might shoot it from half court. And you just hope you got to miss it. That's the right. guy. You just, sometimes you just got to say, uh, well, you lost that one. Tell me about the uh, 13-year-old Brazilian on your team. Bruno, <laughs> has he gone through puberty yet? I don't think so. Honestly, I don't think so. I, I think I'm can he to, drive? Is he allowed no, to drink alcohol? Yeah. Like, what's his deal? I, I don't think so. In Canada, I think he can, but uh, oh, I don't yeah. think he can in the states. But honestly, I think he's starting to get older. As I see him from August until now, I think his face is starting to change a little bit. He's, you know, he's but he's puberty a kid. does that. Yeah, yeah, he's a kid though. He's a kid and he works though. He's uh, he he's going to be an interesting project. He's, I think he has the talent and, and the skill level, but we'll see. Well, the Toronto fans think he's the next Kevin Durant. Oh, man, it's unbelievable. <laughs> they, they, they changed his name like his uh, MVP. It's Bruno. Bruno. It's, it's crazy in there. But you need, when you're a good team, you need that guy on the bench who might come in in the 30-point game and make yeah. a shot, get the oh, whole yeah. crowd going. It's, it's fun. It's, it's something to give everyone a, a reason to chant. And when, we, you know, when he goes in a game and he scores, it's like, good job, Bruno. Let's, let's see what you got. And so it's, it's a pretty cool affair we had with uh, Bruno. Can you explain to the world why Amir Johnson is underrated? 
Oh man, you, there's no explanation for it. He's just very. He does every single thing you do every single night. He plays through injuries, and he he might got you know, some of the worst ankles in the world, but he plays through it every single night. He dives on the floor, takes charges, block shots. He he's a, he exhausts himself every single night, and I think people don't really appreciate the things that he do because of his numbers. He don't get the numbers that you right. would love to see from a starting power forward, but he does everything else you need. Yeah, because people email me fake trades all the time. <laughs> And for Toronto, he's it's always involved. Like, they'll get him, they'll get this other power forward. And I'm like, are you guys watching the Raptors? Like, that guy does all the nitty-gritty little every, stuff for every, them. Every, we, we can't replace him. Everything he does is intangible things and things that we need to be done. You know, he covers up for um, defensive mistakes. He covers up for missed shots, tip-ins. And he runs the floor harder than everybody you know, in the league. What does Jonas need to do to go to the next level? Just get older, more mature, yeah. more repetition, just to play. He, he's still 21 years old. He still hasn't played enough basketball where he's, you know, he can go to a got to go to move. He just got to play, get some repetition there. You know what I like about him from seeing him in person? He's in the right spots. Yeah. We, Which I think is weird to say that's a skill, but a lot of big guys are just kind of yeah, around we, and they're we, kind we, of lumbering around. We've yelled, we've yelled at him enough oh, to so get to the right spot. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'll take credit for that one. But he's, he's just starting to figure out, you know, okay, if I get to this spot when someone drives, I can get this easy two points or I can make this shot. He just got to get more comfortable with his game. You know, he's not comfortable with shooting a jump shot, but he's a good free throw shooter and he can make those shots. He's just not comfortable yet. Last question. Watching you guys in person, I think this is the case for Atlanta. I think Memphis is like this, Golden State definitely. Like, you guys just play well together. Mm -hmm. And, like, I, I, if you just did a talent check, I think there might be a couple more teams that might have more overall talent. Mm -hmm. But when you watch the way you guys fit, it just fits. Why is that so hard to find? Well, first of all, you got me and DeMar who, you know, lead our team. And, you know, we're very unselfish. And from 1 through 15, no one's bigger than Noah. And no one cares who's the man on that night. No one cares who's the superstar. No one cares who makes all-star. All that we care about is winning games. And I think that's rare in this league. Right. So you guys, at what point did you realize, like, this is how it should be? This is how, this is how professional basketball should go every day? I think last year when we started to make that run, you know, yeah. you know, after we made the trade and we started to make a run, I think we just started to feel the winning culture, feel like, okay, this is how we should win games. This is how it should go. No one should be worried about anything but our team and, and togetherness. Well, your fans are going to show up. I mean, they were amazing in the playoffs. Oh, they're, they're, that was like, what do you have, like 10,000 people outside the arena? Oh, I think, it's gonna be, I think it's going to be even better this year. I'm rooting for I'm, it. I'm it's a, a great story. I'm going to challenge them to get, to get it even better. They will take the challenge. Yes, I can't wait. All right, good luck to you. Appreciate have fun it. in the All-Star game. Thank fun. you, thank you. All right, we'll be back more after this. All-Star weekend, New York City. Uh, he's on the All-Star team, Boogie Cousins. How are you? I'm good, man. How about you? You've had quite a week, quite a month. <laughs> Yeah, uh, it's been rough, but we got through it. So, are we through it? So far, yeah. Yeah? Yeah. You have a new coach now? Mm-hmm. Third coach of the season? Third one. But it seemed like you liked the first one a little bit. Um, yeah, me and Mike got along pretty good, and um, we had a pretty good relationship. We were on the same page most of the time, and... Uh, I mean, we got things going in the right direction. So. Right. You were playing great. You are in great shape. You promised us on the last BS report, you said you were in awesome shape. Could see it. Come out. Throwing up 25 and 13. Then you got sick. Yeah. So what happened? How'd you get sick? I mean, I, I still don't really know. Um, I mean, they said, well, it started off as the flu. Yeah. They said it kind of developed into the viral meningitis, so... Um, I don't really know how it happened, but it did. It sounds serious. Um, I mean, it's bad, but not as bad as it could have been. If I would right. got the, you know, the bacterial meningitis, then we talk of life or death. So. Right, right. So did it hurt your conditioning? Absolutely. Um, I was out. I was out for maybe two, three weeks. Yeah. Didn't touch a basketball. The only way I could get over it is if I laid in bed and just basically slept. So. Um, my conditioning was terrible by the time I came back. Hey, and you guys were playing great. Yeah. I mean, it's seriously, the West, the West looked so loaded at that point. So yeah. then you're gone. All of a sudden, Mike Malone's out. And you said they didn't tell you ahead of time? Or they give you a heads up? Or what had that play out? I mean, they basically let, they, they let me know that it was happening when it was happening. Right. So, I mean, basically, no. Right. So you were disappointed. Of course I was. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then 
you come back, the Western Conference is ridiculous, and then at some point, I don't know, it's not, not realistic for you guys to make the playoffs at this point. Now you got George Carl coming in. So what's the goal of the next two months? Just finish the season out strong. Uh, you know, make the best of the situation, and um, let's prepare for the next season. Do you know? I, I, I put this, I put it like this, it's a head start for next season. So. Gotcha. Do you know George Carl now? I don't. What do you expect from him? Um, not really expecting anything. I'm going in with a hope in mind. Yeah. Um, but hopefully we're on the same page, which is moving forward and getting this thing on the right track. So that's really the only thing in mind for me. Is it fair to say, like, I, like I'm watching this whole thing happen. You know, like, I'm a big fan of yours. Jalen's a big fan. Like, mm-hmm. we're always concerned about you're in the right situation. Um, it seems like you're kind of tired of things changing. Oh, You're ready for things to kind of be as stable as this table for about 10 minutes. Absolutely. That, I mean, it's, it's hard to, you know, stay consistent with change all yeah. the time. So um, just looking for a stable environment and so we can, you know, all be on the same page and have the same goal in mind. And I feel like with that being said, we'll be able to make those right steps forward. Right. So you've had at this point, you've had five coaches? You've had yes. how many point guards? How many starting point guards have you had? Like seven? You want to give me time to count. <laughs> Bano. Oh, Bano, Collison. Collison. Sessions Isaiah, counts. I'm counting Sessions, Sessions. Aaron Brooks. Aaron Brooks? I forgot about Aaron Brooks. Yeah. You can't even name all the point guards you've had. I like five point guards, yeah. Yeah. Macklemore's coming on, though. It's coming along great. He should be in the Rising Stars game. Yeah, I agree yeah. with you. I, I think he's a real asset. You kind of like, you know what he is, right? Absolutely. He's a three-point shooter and he's an athlete. Absolutely. And he's going to get better at that. I like that he's competitive, too. He is. And then you have uh, Rudy's been playing well. Mm-hmm. What else? What, I mean, I'm trying to think, like, going forward. like Darren Collison's been playing incredible this season. Yeah. So yeah. you get a lottery pick. Do you you ha- you might not have your lottery pick, though, if it's, like, outside the top ten. I forget. I mean, what, like, there's some really sort of whatever. About all that, so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the Sacramento fans are worried you're going to want to leave, but it doesn't seem like you want to leave. No. All right. No worries. No. No? You're cool? Mm. Because they love you. Because I made a joke about how I was kind of hoping the Celtics could have a chance at you, and Sacramento got very upset. Yeah, they're like, hey, that's not funny. Don't say that. (laughs) They hate you for that. (laughs) That's not funny. Hands off. Um, Tell me about the season, teams you've played. Who's the best team? Best Uh, team you played this season. Best season. I mean, best team. Uh... I like Memphis. Memphis. Memphis is tough this season. You said that the last time you were on. You were talking about going against Zebo and Gasol and Memphis, how you were feeling the next day. They're playing great this season. And also, I mean, Golden State, they, I mean, you've seen they run us out of the gym every right. game this season. Yeah. They're a tough team. Did you, the first game after Chris Paul, because the last time you were on, you were talking about how you were annoyed by Chris Paul because mm-hmm. he talks too much. I think you said he was like a chihuahua. I'm sure he heard. Did, uh, what was that game like? Did he say anything? We kept it cool. It seemed like he had a handshake after. Yeah. So he could probably kind of liked that. Chris Paul's weird. He probably liked that you didn't like him. I'm not really sure. I don't know the guy. Yeah. Not well personally, but um, I mean, we kept it cool. So that's your favorite feud still, the Clippers? I love playing the Clippers. Yeah. Yeah. I love Blake's out. You're playing them Saturday night, actually, in L.A. Or no, maybe it's two weeks from now. Or the weekend after you're coming to L.A., I think, on sure. a Saturday night. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Which, no Blake... Although DeAndre's been coming on. DeAndre's playing great this season. Tell me about some of the young centers you've been going against. Because it seems like we just wrote a piece on Grantland about some of these young guys like uh, Gobert on Utah. Gobert's going to be very the, good. The Stifle Tower. He's going to be very good. Um, I like um, the kid from Orlando as well. Vucevic. Vucevic is very good as well. Banger? Yeah. We sore the next day? No. No. <laughs> <laughs> just Zebo and Gasol. No. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But um, there's some talented guys coming up. How about Alex Lynn on Phoenix? You played him yet? Uh, he the was, big, tall Russian he guy? Was, he didn't play this past time. Um, we just recently played him, and um, I don't know if I played him earlier in the season or not. What happened with uh, you sang, and Reggie Evans got mad that you sang on Twitter, but it seemed like he was kidding. <laughs> No, nah, he was joking. The people around. thought he was really mad at you, but it was like, no, don't you guys watch Kings games? Like, nah, like Reggie Evans has no feuds. He likes I'm everybody. Like, I'm like Reggie's little brother. I'm, yeah, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm a pest in his life. So. <laughs> I, I like bothering Reggie on a daily basis. <laughs> 
Well, it seems like people, I mean, he's been on a lot of teams. It seems like people just like him. Yeah, he's a good dude. Very yeah. good dude. Yeah. What'd you learn from him? What uh, big brother influences he had? Like, what pieces of advice? Or does he just make fun of you? That too, but, um, <laughs> I mean, he's, he's basically been through it all. He, you know, he, he's a guy that came in, hardworking. Uh, every team he's been on, guys respect him. And, I mean, even with that being said, he had sort of a, a reputation. So yeah. he's teaching me ways, you know, of getting through that as well. And, I mean, I think Reggie's, with all that being said, came out on the good end of things. So he's a guy I definitely respect. It seems like you've been on your best behavior this year with the refs, which I've been happy about. Right? Yeah. I guess you can how, many te- how many texts have you had? A couple? Five or six. Five. Oh, so you're way under the minimum. Or you know, the maximum is <laughs> 16. You, got, you yeah. missed, missed a game. Something like that, yeah. You haven't been thrown out of a game yet? I don't think. I did. You got thrown out of a game? Yeah, I did. The Marcus Smart. Yeah, I did. Oh, I yeah, it. I was I mad it. at you for, like, five minutes for that. We love Marcus Smart in Boston. Be okay. But the thing is, like, the odds of you guys not getting along in a basketball game are about 100%. Because the way he plays and the way you play, they were, it was going to happen. Well, you kind of threw him down, like a little kid. What? That's it? You didn't apologize? For what? You don't apologize to the city of Boston? Mm, no. Nah. Okay. <laughs> so this could be a good, this could be your next feud. Nah, it's no feud. Nah? Nah. It's no bad. It was, a, it was just, it was in the moment. So okay. It's all good. Because Marcus, I think you would like playing with him. That's if, like, if you ever well, play, he, pick up or Is he coming to Sacramento? Well, just in, just in any basketball game. Oh, okay. If you guys end up on a court together, I think you would like his style. We did. He's, a, he's a badass. Together. For where? When he ended up on the ground. <laughs> <laughs> uh, have you done, played against Wiggins yet? I like Wiggins. Yeah. Yeah, I like Wiggins. Um, he's talented. Yeah, I like Wiggins a lot. I was, he was a little they better than I thought high, I guess so. Did he really? I believe so. I think a couple of people have had career highs against <laughs> you this year, though. Yeah, the Clay career, was one of them. Yeah, the Clay, oh, the heat check. Yeah. That Were you on the bench for that, or were you on the court, or both? Um, I was on the bench for most of the... Uh, the quarter he heated up, I think the 30-point quarter, I think yeah. I was on the bench most of the time. I got to give you advice for the next time that happens, when somebody's in mid-heat check like that. You just got to knock them down once. I think that was being said during the game. Yeah? Yeah. Just one little yeah. right in the chest or something, just something, hit his hand. or Because he was like having an outer body experience. Yeah, and was, a couple of them were in front of your bench. Yeah, that was pretty crazy. He made one like, I want that feud to get going. Between that Kings Warriors, yeah, I think that could be a really good rivalry. If you if you have rivalries, it already the Pacific, is a rivalry. yeah, it'll be good. Yeah. And you have the Lakers thing, but now the Lakers now Kobe's out, and you used to have a good Kings Lakers thing. That are you watching? I asked John Wall this. Are you at watching Kentucky, or you don't care? I don't watch. He's worried. He he thinks they might have to lose one game before the March Madness because or else the undefeated thing will hang over their heads the whole thing. No. I mean, he got a valid point, but. Um, Nah, I think they I think they send the record. Uh, they, it's not happening. They're going to go all the way. No you think losses. undefeated? No losses. No losses? Mm-hmm. No losses. I think this past scare against LSU helped out. So yeah. um, I think that'd be good. What about you guys versus them? You guys transported oh. in time machine. Your, your team with John Wall. Come on, man. This has been talked about. Well, you already said you'd beat the Davis team, and they won the title. That doesn't matter. Okay. So this current team, you Don't have a chance. All these big guys they have, they kept kept throwing big guys at you. Too light. Too light? (laughs) Too light. Have you practiced against those guys in Kentucky or no? I played against some of them. What do you think? Talented group. Because there's like two top ten picks out of those dudes. Mm Mm-hmm. Very talented group. But too light. Too light. I like your mode these days. What's that? Can you explain what God's plan was, by the way? What was going on with that clip? Because um, everyone's trying to interpret it the next day. On, on it was just a lot of negativity, you know, circling around me, and I just didn't really appreciate it. And, you know, there's always those people trying to act like they know what's going to happen and what the future holds, but you don't. So What do you mean negativity swirling around you? Because you weren't doing anything. I mean, my name got 
thrown into. Oh, the coaching situation. that yeah, you wanted this coach or that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which shouldn't have happened at all. Right. And uh, you know, I was just delivering the message, something I felt at the time. So. so what was God's plan then? You felt like, like this is out of your hands. You're it's not doing all, anything. It's, all, it's out of all of our hands. Right. That's what I'm saying. How can you? Right. It's out of all of our hands. But also, you're saying, I'm out of this. This is happening over here. I'm just trying to play basketball. I play basketball every And day. every time I just try to play basketball, something's going on over here. Mm-hmm. All I and it's out of my basketball. hands. Absolutely. That makes sense. It seemed like you, I mean, you just made a buzzer beater, though. I mean, I was a little emotional. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Was that, how many buzzer beaters have you had in the NBA? One. That was the first one? I've only taken two. What was the other one? When I missed the games. I missed early in the season. I can't remember who it was against. All right, so here's what I want from you the rest of the season. I think you're good for 26 and 13. Mm-hmm. I think that's doable, right? Mm-hmm. No ejections. Mm-hmm. You stay under the 16 technical limit, which which you have room to spare. You got like 10 left. <laughs> um, I think you need to Chris Paul at least something. At least talk to him during a game. No, do something. Now get get in his head a little nah. bit. That's it. He's vulnerable now. He's a little older. I'm straightforward, man. Straightforward. <laughs> and just ride it out. I actually think I think George Carl is a really good coach. Um, I, I've been impressed with some of the stuff he's done over the years, and and uh, I don't know. I think you guys are going to get along. A little fresh blood. It'd be like having a new teacher, like yeah. in, like an elementary school. Like the new I mean, teacher comes in. I don't understand why people think we won't get along. I mean, it's, it's no yeah. problem. I mean, side. like I think you'll get along. Like I actually think you'll really like him. You know, he's been around forty years. He's seen a bunch of things, and you know, I have high hopes. Right. Could be the spoiler down the stretch. Who knows? Couple, couple more injuries. Maybe get a hot streak. <laughs> you win ten of eleven. You Let's never see. know. All right. How's, what about Stauskas, by the way? Jalen wants to know what's going on with Stauskas. What's going is on he, with? Yeah, him? is he going to come on? Yeah, he's a rookie. Yeah, I mean, he'll be fine. He works he, his tail off as well. So yeah, because he be he was a lights out shooter in college. He'll be he'll be okay. Okay. All right, we covered everything. Yeah. Good luck. How many how many minutes you playing in All Star? Gotta ask Coach Kerr. Like you're good for at least twenty. Thank you. All right, buddy. Come by and see us in the Grambling offices. That's it for uh, Boogie Cousins All-Star Weekend. Check back for more stuff later. All-Star Weekend, New York City, the Splash Brothers. So if, if Ray Allen joins the Warriors, does he become Splash Uncle? What happens? Have you thought about that? We haven't thought about Splash, it. Have you thought about it? Splash Step Uncle or something? Congrats on the season. Um, really fun to watch. You guys, night to night, just... Um, I, I I can't remember when the league's been more fun. I'd have to go back to the Jordan era. Is it you had the heat check game? Then you had the heat check game. Like, how do you guys just pass it back and forth? What's going on? <laughs> Something like that. Yeah, I was just watching him do it so many times that you know I had to get on his level. <laughs> but it seems like he. What's funny is that I'm sure you guys are a little competitive, but like he was really happy for you when you had that hot quarter, and when he gets hot, it's the same thing. Like on some teams, that could go wrong, right? Well, you saw, like, that was the craziest thing I've ever seen in person. Like, I've had some great games, but that quarter and a half was the just perfect storm of making every shot, yeah. getting to wherever you wanted to go on the floor. I got, like, four of the worst assists of my life off of him, just <laughs> literally just dribbling around. Like, I was in eighth grade AAU yeah, and just shovel passing it to him, and he would fig- finish, figure it out whether his feet are set or not. That was, like, the craziest thing. And it was at home, so everybody was going crazy. Um, yeah. Everyone was going crazy. It was like the, people like on the courtside seats even. Yeah. You normally don't go crazy. Even Those people Sacramento, his bench, were yeah. just in shock. His last, maybe second to last three, when you hit in the corner with like your feet spread open, he uh, he makes it and he runs on the court celebrating. I froze because I couldn't believe he made it. And I'm standing right in front of the Sacramento bench and like DeMarcus Cousins. Uh, Carl Landry are all just we're just talking like last right. time I was going like hey guys it's just not your night <laughs> <laughs> that's like the la- the last level of a heat check is when they cut to the the guy's team the Warriors in this case where everybody's just like doing this <laughs> yeah. 
And then Bird had the last, last level when he had the 60-point game. The Hawks started cheering for him. <laughs> They're on the other team, and they were like, high fight, you know. I don't think, I don't think that quite that. Now that can happen in the internet era. Yeah, I got a text that you had 37. I was like, so what? And then the guy texted back, in, in the quarter. And I'm like, what? That's impossible. <laughs> but George Gervin, I guess, has the case for the no three-point line record. Yeah, that might be tough. That is tough to do, actually. 33 with no three-point line. Yeah, no, I want to see that game. I want to see how George did it. Could There's no tape. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, we wanted to do a 30 for 30. He had 73. He had 63, and Thompson had 73 in the same day. And we were like, oh, that will be great 30 for 30 because it was the last day of the scoring race. No film. Oh, wow. No game tapes, nothing. Now everything you guys do is, is taped pretty much. So you were you, – I know you've answered this a million times, but you are in trade rumors this summer. They never wanted to trade you. But now you've gone to another level – and is that because of age and the point of your career? I think it's year four for you, or were, was it a little bit of the rumors, or like, I, like what happened? Uh, I've been in trade rumors before, yeah. so it didn't really bother me. And you know, wherever I ended up, I thought I was going to be successful. I did not want to leave the Bay just because I knew we had such a special group. Yeah, we had such a deep team. But um, I just think that comes with age and just hard work. You know, every summer. Every season, I try to add something to my game. So what would you and, add this year? It's um, a good question, man. Probably just the ability to, you know, handle the ball better and, you know, be a more versatile scorer. Not just, you know, the catch and shoot. Because everyone knows I can catch and shoot. It's what I do. Yeah. But, you know, I got to use that as a bigger threat, you know, pump fakes, get in the lane. Use my quickness a little bit more. And um, I thought I'd done a better job of that. Steve's, you know, been great for me because – I'm moving without the ball a lot. We have so many sets. We have so many weapons out there that you know, I'm getting the easiest looks I've ever gotten in my life. It seems like you guys are having fun. One of the things I look at when trying to figure out who's going to win the title is the teams that just destroy people at home. And you guys have had, like, I mean, how many times have you just blown out somebody at home? Like 15 already this season? Something like that. You guys yeah. have the real home court. Yeah. We do. We've always had the best fans. Yeah. Um, even when... We were like a 20-win team. Yeah. So now, you know, fast forward a couple of years, a couple of playoff experiences, and we figured out how to, you know, be locked in at home and feed off of their energy consistently night after night and uh, and win games. So we hope that will, you know, play to our advantage in the playoffs. I was worried about your fans two playoffs ago because you guys had the best fans. But then at some point, once it becomes kind of a thing, then you got all these people who aren't really fans. They're buying <laughs> yeah. tickets and they're taking. And I was like, oh, I hope that their crowd doesn't get ruined. Our regular crowd's been great this year. They protect yeah. themselves, I guess. Playoffs, yeah. you should tell some of those people. <laughs> yeah. Unless you can name everyone on the team. You don't get to come. <laughs> did you guys think you were going to be this good, though? I did. Obviously, you don't know what the record will be. Um, you, I thought we could be the best team in the West, and and hopefully, you know, can finish that out and win the. You know, represent the West in the championship, but to be forty-two and nine—that's kind of crazy um, yeah, to that, think about. Yeah, that's crazy. To have single-digit losses going to All-Star break—that's right. uh—that's rare. And um, you know, we don't get a ch- trophy for the midseason, but <laughs> no. we're still proud of it. Ask Indiana <laughs> last year. Yeah, that's right. Doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. I had a lot of high hopes for this team just because I've known Steve for a while, and the fact that. He played for Pop, and he played for Phil Jackson and played on that Spurs team that was so selfless. And I just feel like that stuff matters. Plus, he ran the Phoenix team, you know? It's not like he was just coming in blind to an NBA mm-hmm. situation. Um, but I've been really impressed. It just seems like the team has a nice vibe. Even, like, you took, I think it was the Celtic game, you took a three that some would classify as terrible with, like, 30 seconds left. You're, like, up seven. You made it. Mm-hmm. And they cut to Steve on the bench. And he was, <laughs> but he was laughing. Like, he wasn't mad about it because he gets it. Like, you were yeah. feeling it. And just seemed, I just like the general vibe. It's, it's a good feeling. We, like I said, we have a great locker room um, all the way up and down. Yeah. No egos, guys that just want to win in different parts, portions of their careers, and it's kind of meshing, you know, extremely well. We got a lot of talent. But then you have um, a coaching staff that's cohesive and, and, like you said, a guy like Coach Kerr that's been in some great, on some great teams. Yeah. And um, The rings talk. The rings yeah. talk, and then obviously Popovich and Phil Jackson, that experience of seeing, you know, day-to-day, you know, um, what it takes to become a champion, he's was so well prepared for this job and it shows. 
But at the same time, I would say Draymond has gone to a different level. He also seems like the guy, like if there was some sort of purge scenario where you guys had to fight your way out of San Francisco, <laughs> Draymond would be the guy who would know what to do and he would lead everybody. Is that yeah. a fair comment? It is. That's <laughs> Draymond's a warrior, man. All pun intended, too, man. He is mentally, physically, he just loves to battle. You know, he talks trash. It doesn't matter. It's basketball. It's cards. Everything. Bowling, he's going to talk mess. That's just in his DNA. And that's the kind of guy you want to play with. But how does somebody like that go in the second round? I don't get that. Like, how do these yeah, teams that have all these all scouts that, on that tweener, what position is he going to play talk? Yeah. That's yeah. like the But why are we crazy, still, I don't know. in this decade, how does that still happen? I don't know. Box people in based on he's 6'6", six, 6'7", six, six, whatever he is. And it happened to you a little bit, too. I remember people like, eh, I don't know if he's a point yeah. guard. And I was like, I, I watch college basketball. He's going to he's gonna, he's gonna yeah. make it. If you can play the game and have a good IQ and can figure it out, They'll, you'll find a place in the league, and that's what Draymond's story is. And he he remembers all that talk, so that's that's what drives him. Yeah, he was mad at me once because I was on TV during what it, with the first playoff run you made, and I was talking about three-point shooting, and I was like, and Draymond Green can't shoot threes. And at the time, he was like a 20% three-point shooter. <laughs> yeah. And then he started making them, and he came at me on Twitter. He's like, yeah. you said I can't shoot threes. Like, you were shooting 20%. Like, don't play me. Now he can make them. He can't. But, but that's the thing. Like, in practice, if he's you know, drawing with blue-white team or whatever, yeah. if he'll knock one like down, first shot, he'll take it. And while the ball's in the air, he'll be yelling, like, hold that or something. Right, right. The next yeah. shot, the same same thing, he'll take it. You know, whether he's making a miss or so he's consistent, that confidence, he's going to talk regardless. So uh, you, you love that about it. Do you miss Kent Bazemore on the sidelines, like <laughs> with the celebrations and stuff? Because now he brought that to the Hawks. Yeah, a little bit. He's, he did. And he's mm-hmm. actually playing for the Hawks, too, a little bit. He's playing well. I liked his game. Yeah, his celebration count is way down now that he's actually yeah. in Who's your team chemist now? Good question. You know what um, Andrew Barbosa. Right? That is true. Barbosa's great. Beloved yeah, teammate. Yeah. The Celtics loved him when he was. He's never had a bad day. I've never seen <laughs> a bad day. Well, that's why Steve Curry takes over all yeah. of a sudden Barbosa because he knew he had Barbosa when he was on uh, when he was on Phoenix. Mm-hmm. Um, the team I'm worried about the most for you guys is Memphis because you're playing Draymond basically as the undersized four, which is great against 28 of the teams. But you know, Zebo and Gasol together, like. That's a team with real size. Mm-hmm. Not saying Draymond can't guard Zebo, but nobody can really guard Zebo. Um, is it fair to say that's the worst matchup for you guys, or you guys feel like there's no bad matchup? We can't think like that. Obviously, they're the second best team in the West. So yeah. They're going to be a matchup. You're going to see them at some for point. For everybody. Yeah. But, and we want to be that team that people are talking about as well, that they can keep up with us. But they're a team. We've had, um, historically, we've had trouble against them since we've been. Um, like the last four years, they'll have a great record against them head-to-head. But in a playoff series, um, I'd like to think it would be a little different. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. I think it's going to be so tough to figure out with you guys. In a seven-game series, you're going to get hot once, and you're going to get hot once. It's just law averages. Mm-hmm. So those are two games where, you know, you're probably going to win those with the with whatever heat check happens. And then you guys just win two more, you know, and you're probably going to have home court, I'm guessing. And that you, I think it's like a three- or four-game lead. You guys are going to be impossible to beat at home. It's not yeah. going to be totally impossible, but <laughs> no, it's a great time um, to be a warrior. In, yeah, you got some things in your favor. What does your dad say about all this? Diehard uh, Laker fan, bleeds Laker. He, uh, he's hurting a little bit. He's hurting, but you know. Is he really like? Is it awkward? No, not at all. I mean, he's happy for us. He's so happy. you trump the Lakers. Oh yeah, uh, you'd be surprised. You know, he wants to like. Like he said before, he wants me to go for 50, Steph to go for 30 and 15, and the Lakers to get a win at the buzzer. <laughs> like, come on, man. That's over, Dad. The 80s are done with. I know they pay the bills and everything, but just, <laughs> blood is thick in the water, you know? So uh, I'm sure Dell's not rooting for the Hornets, though. <laughs> we play the Hornets. That's, but you don't have to worry about the Hornets. <laughs> yeah, that's true. And they, the Lakers had their time, man. When I was growing up, you know, they were they were everything. They, uh, they won three championships when I was a kid, and I told my dad, you know, it's, it's time for the Bay to have a chance, man. We yeah. Have, we have better fans than them, loyal. The fans in Oakland and the surrounding areas are unbelievable. So they deserve to have a championship. I got your dad to admit that he that he pushed off on the play that led to Magic Skyhook. Oh, yeah. So we had to read about that, yeah. McCallum Parrish, and your dad kind of did one of those, and they missed the rebound, and they didn't mm-hmm. call the foul, and I've been bitter about it for 30 years. he admitted it? 
he admitted it. This is like the but he was like, you know what? I, he had to do what he had to do. Yeah. You know, your dad was a good. He used to. He was the only guy who could guard McHale. Yeah, I've heard because that. Because they knew each other from college. Yeah, that's right. What a, what a front court. <laughs> what a team they had. They just uh, yeah, they couldn't um, sanctions got him. But he always mm. te- he always tells you about that. He's like Clay. We beat Marquette. They won the national championship. We didn't win the national championship. We just had that postseason ban. I was like, mm. it's too bad. So you're both starting. <laughs> yes, officially. And and your coach is the coach. This is that? quite. These are great times to... for the Warriors. Oh, we have to go. <laughs> um, all right. Well, we'll see. When you come to LA, can you guys come hang out for longer than ten minutes? I want to come back. Me and D Lee came. That was good luck when you guys that came good. that we time, went on man. A little run. Can there, we get D Lee too? We can make it happen. Is he healthy finally? He's good. All He's right. ready to go. All right. Cool. All right. Good luck in the. Uh, good luck with our season. But Thanks yeah, we'd love that. to see you in the Grantland Studio yes, in sir. LA. Appreciate uh, it. More from New York coming up. All-Star Weekend in New York City, a repeat guest. We're making this an annual tradition. John Wall, how are you? I'm good. How are you doing? I'm good. Uh, good season. I See, I give all the credit to Paul Pierce. I don't, you don't get credit. <laughs> Gortat doesn't. None of those guys. It's all Paul Pierce. He brings the calming veteran influence. Yeah, he's bringing they a lot. learned in Boston. Yeah, he's bringing a lot to our team. Uh, that competitive nature, wanting to compete, uh, that playoffs personality. To give us that hunger, and then, like you said, his leadership is big and key to our team. So, can you see it? There's a couple games where he just goes to, just clicks, goes into playoff. I've been in the finals mode. Oh, uh, he did it last night. <laughs> he does it multiple games, especially when it's close, and uh, he know we need to stop or we want to get a win or we're down big. He say, "Come on, guys, we we can't be like this. We want to be a competitive team and and fight for the Eastern Conference Championship or anything. You got to come out and treat every game." Like it's a playoff game, and that's how he, he goes through practice. Is he vocal, or is he lead by example, or uh, it's, goes back it's and all, forth? He's all. He's all. He's he leading by example by being the first one there all the time, you know, getting extra work. Then if he feel like he need to say something, he's going to let it be said. And he carries a little extra weight because he's been in some big games. Can't tell him. Can't say nothing about it. You just got to nod your head and be like, <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> are you amazed that, that guys from that era, I'm sure you were a kid watching these guys. And so many of them are still doing really well, like Dirks in year 17, Duncan. Um, it's just, uh, I think it's just them having amazing footwork, uh, understanding the game, yeah, uh, knowing how to take certain angles, yeah. and uh, playing at their own speed. I mean, it's hard to stop them, even though they're moving slower than what they did in the past. Yeah. We, I feel like, what is this, year four or year five for you? Five. Year five? Yeah. Seems like you went up a level for how you're playing point guard. Like, you've kind of, I don't want to say you figured it out because you were really good last year, but something, the slashing kick game, it feels like you've only, I don't want to say you've mastered it, but you kind of mastered it. Like, you just kind of know what you're doing all the time. Uh, yeah, I think just, like you said, last year I started to improve. But I think just having a lot of time of being, when I was injured, of studying a lot of film, uh, just knowing my teammates better, and uh, letting the game come to me, understanding I have the ball 95, 99% of the time, so I don't have to never force a bad shot or anything like that. I can get my shot whenever. Yeah. Just doing a better job of running my team. Because I remember in the playoffs last year, it felt like, you were either in fifth gear or you're in first or second gear, and there wasn't enough third and fourth gear. Yeah. And now I see the five gears, and it's like you're just kind of picking your spots when you want to go. And that's, I mean, it's a position. It's like playing quarterback. Oh, yes, yeah, you basically the quarterback out there. I mean, you got to know when to get guys the ball in the right situation. Uh, I try to look and see when guys haven't had a shot in a while. I try to get them in the rhythm because I know at the end of the games or middle of the games when teams try to take me away, those guys got to have the confidence to know they can be able to make a shot. Or have a rhythm. But uh, yeah, like you said, just understanding different speeds, not playing one, two, or just skipping the five, right. breaking it down. Do you feel a different level of respect from the opponents now? Like, can you feel, like, um, sense a difference in how you're being treated? Yeah, I know teams just not saying load up on me. I mean, they got to respect my mid range jump shot. I'm doing better at shooting. I think uh, now teams are trapping me and getting the ball out of my hands, and I'm not the one to try to force the issue. I mean, letting my guys make other plays. But uh, like you said, just understanding the game and Learning so much over the last four years has helped me improve this year. I like that we have the right kind of stats and intelligence now to understand what, like some of the stuff you did, like we did a piece for the Grantland Basketball that Zach Lowe did about how you actually do the slashing kick. And when you go here, the way the space goes, this guy goes here and this guy's, you know, I don't know, 10 years ago, I think people would have just thought, oh yeah, he's an athlete who gets assists. But there's a whole other level of, 
of stuff that you're doing that it feels like now we can capture. Do you follow the advanced metric stuff or no? Uh, not really, but you see it. You know what I mean? You got fans that post it on your Twitter and right. media that'll bring it up to you. So I see those different type of things. Uh, I just try to go out there and run my ball club. And when yeah. I see guys open, try to make the right pass. So how do you get better? What's, what, are the, what are the things you still have to work on? Improving um, my jump shot still, uh, yeah. adding a floater to my game. Um, still reading pick and rolls better, being a lot patient, and uh, just adding a post-up game. Mm. What about Gortat? Is he, can he get crazier, or is this as crazy as it's going to be? No, nah, he can get better. You know what I mean? I think he's just trying to get out of the funk. You know, everybody goes through a slump. And, uh, oh, I, I, no, I meant cra- like personality oh, crazy. Oh, no, no, he can't get no crazy into that. No, that's all him. He's doing it. He had the Mohawk this year, spiking <laughs> yeah. it up, taking 30 minutes before the game and after the game to get it spiked <laughs> up, looking nice. So, no, nah, he can't get no more crazy into that. What are the top three crazy guys on the team? He's one. Martel Webster. Really? Martel yeah. Webster? Yeah. Well, it seems crazy. like he's quiet, but he's, he's in his own mind. Oh, he's one of those quiet crazy yeah, guys? Yeah, he's, he's in his own mind. <laughs> and then uh, those are probably the only two. Those are the top two. Nene? Normal? No, nah, he just be by himself. He's just grumpy. He's like the the Uncle Mike. You know, he's like, I want to go to that uncle house to see him. He's <laughs> like one of them ones. You don't want to go meet Uncle Mike. What he's do you like? He's one of the more up and down guys, and when they're, when he's feeling it, he can take out anybody. Oh yeah. And when, how do you know as a point guard that he's feeling it? Oh, uh, when he when he uh, get the ball to him early and he gets a couple post moves and hit a, like one or two jump shots, he's he's, off. he's in his zone. He's in his zone, and uh, I mean, to have a person like that that can finish in the post and dunk on people with anger and aggression, yeah. and be able to space the court uh, is big for us. You played Toronto. We're taping this on a Thursday. You had a another good game with them last night. It does, we talked about this before we sat down. It does feel like you guys in a playoff series, that's just going to be a war. Just uh, for whatever reason, it's just an even, nice matchup. Yeah, I feel like uh, it'd be a war like playing against the Bulls last year. You know, they had guys injured. It was just yeah. a battle. You know what I mean? The, the team that bring the most physicality is going to win that series. Yeah. And uh, get to the free throw line. That's what those guys did. They didn't, they didn't shoot the ball well last night, but they got to that free throw line a lot. And uh, they're, they're a tough team to compete against. I never thanked you for making me look smart on TV because I picked you guys in round one last year over the Bulls. I appreciate it. And then I picked you in round two, so I guess it kind of evened out. No, nah, we, we gave that one away, man. We, we still upset See, about I, that. See, that's how I thought. Because you got to think, there's only one game that anybody won with a big number. I mean, those, a lot of those games, the last two or three minutes, they've been in those situations before and knew how to close out games. We didn't know how to, so we, we still upset about that series. Um, see, I'm a big playoff experience person. I do think it matters. I think we... I think I think fans don't realize that until you've been in those spots and those big moments, and it's like, oh crap, it's game five, and all of a sudden this is the biggest moment of my season. Yeah, I think it matters. Through that a couple times. Yeah, I think it matters because like in the Chicago series, we made those shots or got offensive rebounds when we was, when we won't miss we was missing, uh, and that series we missed shots, but we didn't know how to get defensive stops. Mm-hmm. That's why I feel like we lost that series. And it seemed like Indiana. Well, you, they also have the Hibbert factor for you. Yeah, to stay in the paint. He just sitting in the paint. You're just all day. looking at him the whole time like yeah. this. He wants you to come down there. Yeah. And then it calls on, you. John Wall, come and, call, get me. And, then, and then in the playoffs, you know what I mean? You got to really attack and try to get to the free throw line. He does a great job of protecting the rim. Who's the best team you played this year? Uh, best team I say is Atlanta. They're really good. They've been good. Yeah. But the only thing together. that makes us so upset when we play Atlanta, the times we lost to them three times, we turned the ball over 20 plus times. Yeah. And we end up on losing by like nine or 10. So we, we spotting them 31 points already. Right. So Atlanta, how about Western Western Conference? Anybody? Um, no, not really. We have OKC. Was, we took them to the wire both times. We haven't played Golden State this year yet. So OKC, it frightens me when you play OKC because you and Westbrook go to an athletic level that <laughs> I feel like if you guys collide in midair or something, I don't know what's going to happen. Oh, yeah. I feel like the Earth's going to spin back. It's a game with a lot of speed and aggression attacking Whew. the whole time. So I mean, he must be your favorite player to play against, right? Yeah, he's one of the toughest, too. Yeah. the toughest because he's definitely always uh, in attack mode. Yeah. You have to stay on your toes. Probably him and Derek, they're always in attack mode. I mean, they're always in attack mode, and they, and they have to be very aggressive for their team to win. Plus, you have that whole Durant, Washington, D.C. subplot <laughs> that everybody always talks about. Yeah. <laughs> That's always awkward. Uh, Boogie Cousins, your old teammate. Yeah. It's an interesting year. We're having him on later. Are you, do you follow the stuff that happens with your teammates? Yeah, talk to him all the time. Yeah. When I'm not playing, I'm definitely watching their games or recording them. Yeah. Uh, my computer's always on lead pass if I'm on the road. I can't get to the game on TV. So, yeah, he's having an amazing year. 
So you weren't you weren't worried about him at all because he seemed really sad last week. I'm gonna dive into it when he gets here. But oh uh, yeah, I think he was sad. About God's plan. He and... was sad not getting in early as all star. He thought he should have been gotten right. early, which I think he should have. He's having an amazing 24 and 14. Is is big time. I didn't see him when he was injured with his sickness. How many games his team lost? So yes, but I'm excited for him to finally get in there. He's been great this season. Yeah, and then I think he's doing a better job of not uh, spazzing on refs this year. He's holding he's holding back. A couple of times when last year you would have let him have it. He's doing a better job this year. He took his anti don't yell at the ref pills. <laughs> the uh, and then Anthony Davis. I was excited to have all of you guys here because, I mean, there's that the Kentucky thing we talked about the last time. That was a big deal on the internet. Yeah, you and Boogie both believed like your Kentucky team would have wiped out any of the other airs, and Davis kind of feels differently. And I think we're gonna have to settle this at some point. Yeah, I feel like, yeah, you got to think they gonna, he feels that way. They won the championship. We we lost in the league eight, but we still right. like we can beat them. That needs to be settled in the summer league, I think. Yeah, we can do that. We need to set that up. <laughs> I'd be excited for that one. So what's your prediction for the playoffs? I don't know. My team. That's just, a tough question. My team you, just trying to get, I'm trying to just get to the Eastern Conference Championship and win. That's how I go. I don't feel like there's a great Eastern Conference team. There's a bunch of very good I think it's a lot of great, good teams. And I think it's up in air. I mean, I think this is one year when it's kind of been up in air. You know, I, mean, I think if any team get hot on the right track going into those playoffs, anything can happen. How about Kentucky? Yeah, I want them to go undefeated. Again, they got a little scared. They had a scare the other night against the last year. But I think they should lose one game to prepare them for the tournament. But if they don't, hope they don't lose in the tournament early. It reminds me of the 2007 Patriots. Yeah, they actually they would have been won. better off losing the Baltimore game on Monday night because then it just it gets more tense. It gets you more tense, yeah. Now it feels like they're they're playing like they don't want to mess up or lose. Yeah. I mean, I think if you get one loss, you like forget it. We lost once. They just get the pressure off us and relax. What's your favorite? Which Kentucky guy have you enjoyed the most this season? Uh, I like Devin Booker. Yeah? Yeah. How come? Uh, when I went up there and played in the summer when he was taking his recruitment visit, uh, he just played with aggressive. He guarded me. He wasn't, he wasn't backing down. Hmm. Uh, he went back heavy, and I think he shoots the ball well. Um, he's doing a great job of coming off the bench and not worried about minutes. And he's athletic, and he's a lockdown defender. Are the Brandon Knight, who wasn't – you were only at Kentucky one year, but Brandon Knight's been great this year too. Oh, he's, been that, he's been great since last year. You friends year. with him or Yeah, yeah. I met him when he was 14, and he yeah. was that good then. But, uh, yeah, I was surprised to see he didn't get try to have an opportunity to be an all-star. You know what I mean? It's tough, but uh, he's having a heck of a year for the Milwaukee Bucks and had him in the playoffs right now. Yeah, he's right on the fringe. Last question. You mentioned how you're watching league pass on the road. NBA players, like, you guys have a lot of dead time. You guys are in suites and you're on planes. and <laughs> Yeah. Like, you're basically watching movies and league pass and checking Twitter, and you're yeah. not really doing a lot, right? I mean, you yeah. see everything that's going on. Yeah, you see it, unless yeah. you want to go get extra work in on the road. But right. I watch movies, bowling, sleep, so league when pass. When you're involved in little controversies that you didn't even get involved with, like that stupid Dougie dance thing, like, do you read that stuff or not? I really? laugh at it. I, yeah. like, I mean, you look at your mentions. But like I said, uh, people are going to make their opinion about you and say what they got to say. I don't have no problem with it. I just laugh at it and keep it moving. All right, that's a good attitude. Well, I'll see you next year for our annual BS report at the All-Star Weekend. <laughs> all right, John Wall, good luck. Thank you. Say hi to Paul Pierce for all the Southern fans. Thank you. All right. <laughs> Thank you for downloading the BS Report with Bill Simmons. Too much fun. Check out more podcasts at the iTunes Music Store or at PodCenter at ESPNRadio.com. Peace out.